0: Alright, so today I have Tyler McIntyre on the line. He's co founder over at Bank Novo. Tyler, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Bank Novo, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So, how did you get started in your career and in business?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I think it just came back from the entrepreneurial nature of, you know, on the elementary school playground where Pokemon cards was it was kind of the commodity to be traded, right? So constantly looking at who can I trade with and trade off to essentially the the golden grail of Pokemon cards, which was that Charizard. Um, and that type of optional drive really kind of followed with, like with me all the way through to high school. Um, so much so that I graduated a year early from high school and, and went on to start looking at um, how to kind of get into the tech space. Um, been a self-taught programmer, Um, just because what I've realized is, I guess, let me go back to kind of the story of why I started moving into programming, uh, and tech, which was, um, my dad always had said, Hey, if you ever need some money, come to me and I got some tasks or some chores or things for you to do and I'll pay you $10 an hour. You know, that's straight to you. No taxes on that money. Uh, and you'll never get an offer like that anywhere else if you went out and worked. Um, and the things that he would make me do are pull weeds, you know, cut logs, do all the hard manual labor you possibly imagine for $10 an hour. And I quickly learned the value of the dollar. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, there must be an easier way. And so that's when I started playing around with how can I start selling things online? How can I start, you know, take that Pokemon idea card and expand the audience from not just the playground, like, kind of schoolyard, but the the world, right? And that was kind of an e-commerce at the time. And so really started experimenting and, and realizing that I needed to kind of brush up on my programming skills and, and learn them in the beginning of how to kind of get a, a website up and running. And that's kind of where I led into, you know, my, I guess my business career and, and kind of in the tech space in general, uh, really started at a young age and then realizing that, hey, there's, there's probably a better way to make money than, than pulling weeds. Um, and technology was kind of set out, the avenue and the outlet that I found to be um, one of the ways that I could use my, my brain muscle over my physical muscles to kind of do these tasks
0: man that's awesome I love the story and uh in retrospect, and I've had a lot of conversations with entrepreneurs, um, and I don't—I'm I'm curious about how many entrepreneurial careers were launched with that Charizard card. Because a lot of entrepreneurs started um, earning their bones young, as in, in the uh, Pokémon realm. So I, lo- I love your story. Um, so let's—so obviously now you're many years uh, into your entrepreneurial career and ventures, um, and you know you have the benefit of hindsight working for you. Uh, There's some younger entrepreneurs that are just getting started and maybe don't have quite as much experience as you do. Um, What kind of advice would you give those, that young new fresh crop of entrepreneurs on, um, on getting out there and making a successful business?
1: Sure. So um, there's kind of two ways to approach it and, and the market and the press really glorify that VC backed approach, but that's not always the best way to kind of go about growing a business, right? Um, There's a lot of, Issues with taking venture capital as well as a lot of benefits. But I I think that the majority of people out there realize that they want to build a cash flow based business or a bootstrap business. Um, And when it comes to that, I've always, when I was in that, that stage of wondering, how do I grow a bootstrap business? How do I get my first customer? Who's going to pay for this? I always thought it was about brute force, right? Just going out, talking to people and then just kind of pushing them a product that I I had built or I'm trying to resell or whatever it might be. Um, Over time, what I did realize is it's a lot about figuring out the messaging and the product that people are willing to buy and then figuring out how to kind of deliver that value second, right? And so it was, I, I think the best kind of advice that I could give is, Sit down and talk to customers, right? Your future potential customers Mm. and say, what's some of the biggest problems you're facing today? And then if there is a solution to that problem, how much would you be willing to pay, right? And then keep interviewing different people. And if a lot of people say, hey, I have this one little issue that I use a series of Excel spreadsheets and, you know, manual processes to do, uh, and that would make my life so much easier to to fix, um, you've now kind of found almost a pseudo product market fit and then build that and build an mvp of it one that you're so embarrassed that uh, you almost feel bad that you charge for it and then put that in the customer's hand and say hey look you know you told me that this would help you i've built a prototype of it can you see what you like and what you don't like about it and then figure it out you know if that's actually the solution that you build is what they want If they say this is great i i You know, I love this, this helps, this is exactly what I was looking for. The next follow-up question is, great, you know, how much are you willing to pay for it? But now you're finally in a spot where you can start monetizing this without having to take the risk of trying to figure out from an early stage what is it that I want to build, right? Or what product, what service is it that I'm going to provide to a customer and then try to figure out who can you sell that to? Uh, So it's kind of just inversing and, and inverting those um That process and I think that that's one of the most important pieces of advice because I had already started, always started with a product or service and then trying to figure out who wants to buy it versus figuring out what product the customer wants to buy and then figuring out how to deliver that
0: second. Fantastic. I, I love that advice. And for those young entrepreneurs listening to this, I mean, that's, that's a decade plus. That's a, that's a lot of knowledge and business school knowledge just in general packed in one small bite. I suggest listening to this episode again and taking notes because uh, that really is a blueprint that Tyler just laid out. Uh, let's switch it up a bit, Tyler. I want to get into what you're doing over at Bank Novo. So uh, first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please.
1: Sure. So, uh,
0: Novo or Bank
1: Novo is a digital banking platform for small businesses. So essentially all of the people who are listening right now, like this is built for you, right? I was a small business owner just like you guys. I was trying to figure out what is, you know, where is my money going without having an accounting degree. I hated QuickBooks. I hated all the tools. And I wondered why did I have to download everything to an Excel format or get a paper statement to actually understand where I spent money? Right. And so I understood things like, you know, coffee and airlines versus meals and entertainment. Uh, that's kind of how I was, I was looking to run my business. And that's where the, the idea of Noble came about, which was how is banking and business banking specifically so bad today? And we had the naivete and the audacity to actually go about and take on some of the behemoths and build essentially a bank from scratch, from the ground up uh and everything that touches you know essentially the, the banking core all the way to what's in the small businesses' hands has been custom developed specifically to help small businesses do better and really empower them to 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 figure out hey I don't need to know accounting, I don't need to know all this stuff. I just want to send money I want to and I want to get back to my business.
0: So Man I love that it. and I I, lo- I love the model because There's so much – I mean, there's so much space here, and things are changing so fast. So when we think about what you're doing and focusing on startups and small businesses – um I, I, I love it because it put it moves us all forward number one. Uh, but number, because uh without the financing, without um what you're doing, it's harder to scale in my opinion, a business long term. Um but what do you see, what do you think because you work with a lot of different companies, what do you think some of these startups or small businesses are maybe doing wrong or not thinking about prior to working with yourself and your bank?
1: Sure. So the the first and foremost thing that we see most of the time is the intermingling of personal finances and business finances, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people who are starting off businesses and they say, "Hey, I'm just going to run this for my personal account because it's easier, right? I'm going to put this on my 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 credit card because you know uh, you know I'll get points for it." Um, but what that leads to is some of you know the basic problems that a lot of businesses have benefits for, right? There's a reason why you want to keep your business uh, purchases and and investment separate just because you can now take tax deductions so you can save money on taxes, right? Uh, you can go ahead and you can make accounting at the end of the year and business taxes very easy because you've separated them. You don't have to go through and kind of parse and understand what is what. Um, and then that's what we kind of find as, as the number one problem for small businesses who are coming in is, you know, they've co-mingled so much of their personal and business accounts it's hard to understand what meal is actually for business and what meal is actually for personal. And then what ends up happening is at the end of the year, they pay more in taxes because they're not able to take those deductions.
0: hmm Completely completely agree and I and I see that happen time and time again and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your website and I just a couple of things that just stick out to me when I'm like I, I wish this was here when I when I started my first business banking account um, but I'm looking at it and I'm like no minimum balance transparent pricing accepted worldwide I mean you really built a really user friendly um, system for business banking that really hasn't um, I, I, I mean it's, it's been a pain in the past, in my opinion, to do banking uh, and as a business owner, especially when you're going from that transition that you said. I mean, for the you know for somebody that's done it a bunch of times, opened a bunch of companies, done banking with many different um, banks on the, on the on the business side, it's pretty like common in terms of how difficult it can be. And, and, and in my opinion, we just kind of thought we had to accept it. But I see what you're doing here is as, as really a challenger in the industry. And for some of those um, and those new just starting out entrepreneurs, or even those that are more seasoned, um, I definitely recommend going over to banknovo.com and checking out what they're doing. Um, It's great stuff over here. And the interface is beautiful. I can see what you've done on the web app and all these other things. Um, It looks really good. So great work there. Um, Any any kind of trends that you care to comment on? Because you have a unique vantage point of really being a challenger in that space. Any kind of trends that you care to comment on um, that you're just noticing from your vantage point?
1: Yeah, so normally, uh, one of the things, and, and we are embracing this, um, which is the integration to the other tools. Um, mm-hmm. Most small businesses today, they sign up for Square to process credit cards, right? They have a Shopify account. They're doing some stuff online. Uh, they might have multiple streams of revenue, right, coming in from different mm-hmm. places. And they might use a service like Gusto to, to run their payroll, um, depending on how big they yeah. are. And banks are still stuck in the ways of saying, hey when you're at Bank of America, when you're at Chase, when you're out Wells Fargo, let me talk to you all of my products. Um, and what we've realized is that most of these new entrepreneurs that are coming out, new small businesses, are using a lot more of the fintech, a lot of these other platforms in order to kind of mm-hmm. slice and dice to get best in class solutions for those problems, right, and making it easy. Um, and rather than kind of going against the grain to, like, keep them out and, and try to not to cannibalize our, Our customer base we believe that the future is about integrating into all those right Mm. and so we see when we're looking at the data itself the amount of third-party providers that that small businesses are using today are astronomically higher right they're using services for everything from international payments to you know even the smallest little things like um you know collecting donations uh, you know, using a, a card swipe from their phone. So when we're looking at data, it's just everything is more and more usage towards these third parties. Uh, and we're trying to embrace that trend by saying, hey, you can access all those services under our, you know, through our application and have a better customer experience. For example, TransferWise, which allows for international payments, uh, you can now send money directly from your Novo account to somewhere in London or Europe or even India in in some cases under 30 seconds um, at very close to spot rate. And that's because we've created an integration that says, hey, we can move that money to TransferWise almost instantly so that way they can release it over in London even
0: faster. Man, that's absolutely amazing, and I'm looking at some of, even the, even some of the perks that you've built out with like Google Cloud, with partnerships with Google Cloud, Zendex, HubSpot, Salesforce, Essential, Stripe. I'm just looking at some of the things you're doing, and wow, this is uh, this is pretty revolutionary, and. And, you, and you're, you're moving fast on this. I love it. Um, it's a great yeah. setup. Um, so, if somebody wants more information um, and they, they're, they're thinking about changing their banking, or they just want to know what's going on there. Maybe this is going to be the, another bank that they're, and I know this is how it always happens, by the way. You start an account with another bank and then you, you see which one you like best. I have a feeling that people that sign up over at Novo Bank or, or Bank Novo are going to really. Uh, it's going to be a night and day experience possibly to what they're currently doing because I can just already see the way it's set up. It's just different. Um, love it. So if somebody wants more information or to learn more, what's the best way for them to get it? Sure. Best
1: way is to get to com, You know, sign up for an app or sign up for an account. It's free. It takes probably about five minutes to open up an account. Fully digital. Never ask you to come to any branch. Um, and you can test out product, right? There's no real cost to, to taking a look. Uh, second, if you know, there are any listeners out there that have questions or, you know, they need, you know, to dig into a little bit more of what I said today, feel free to directly reach out to me at tyler at banknovo.com.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, Tyler, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Bank Novo. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Tyler, thanks again for coming on the show.